Hello and welcome back to Running on Pixie Dust. I'm your host, Annika. Be sure to give me a follow on socials at Annika Hudak or my main form of communication in the social sphere is on Instagram at Annika's Paintbrush. Welcome back to season two of Running on Pixie Dust. I I really tried to get this next episode out pretty quickly, so I, I'm proud of myself for that, but it's because I got a lot to say, so hence why I love having a podcast, because I can just talk and talk and talk and talk and talk. So here we are. If you've been listening, then welcome back. If you're new to my podcast, be sure to check out episode zero of why I even started this podcast to align with Dopey Challenge training and... Here I am again, now training for Dopey 2024 with a few hiccups involved. So, more to come on that. I've, I love learning new things. I say that only half sarcastically. <laughs> there is a TikTok that came up on my page. I, all of my references are TikToks, essentially. But there was this video that was like, of this woman, she's like, I'm done learning. I don't need to know any more things. And that's how I feel sometimes. So sometimes. I emphasis on sometimes. But anyways, I've learned so much without, with this process. And I, I just love being able to chat about it. I love being able to talk running. I literally got brunch with a friend this weekend. And we talked so much running. And it's just we could talk all day about it. So <laughs> love, 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 love. But a disclaimer that I say every episode is I am not a coach, not affiliated with anyone, and I'm just sharing my personal experiences and opinions, and I just love to talk about running and my life in Orlando and Disney. So, yeah. Happy you're here. Welcome to episode 24. I will be giving you my highs and lows, and then my big, my big, 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 big low is the star of the show. Uh, this episode. So we will get there. Starting off with my highs. Happy October. Oh my goodness. Did September even happen? I'm not convinced it actually happened. Uh, I have my my photos and videos and flight receipts that that say September happened, but I'm not, I'm still not convinced. Oh my word, that passed so quickly. I can't even believe it. Happy October. It's fall for normal people with seasons. Here in Florida, it is still 90 degrees. We have had, we have had some evenings that dropped below 80. It was in the 70s. Oh my gosh, I needed a sweatshirt. Like it's chilly out. Fall is here. So, I, I mean, I guess that technically is fall for us. <laughs> it's not like 99 out and 100% humidity. Although the daily rains have been much longer and a little chillier. Uh, and then it gets kind of humid and hot when it's done. So, I guess you could say it is fall. It's it's a Florida fall, if you will. I, I love seeing everyone finally hopping on the Halloween wagon. Because I guess for them, Halloween doesn't start until October. But for me, it started July 5th, so it's kind of just like, oh, okay, welcome, everyone. Yeah, it's been Halloween. Where have you been? Like, <laughs> I've been over there in Halloween. Where were you? Anyway, I I went to 
I mean, I, I go to Halloween Horror Nights every year, and I'm a big HHN fan. I have my frequent beer pass. I'm usually there opening weekend, and I honestly overdo it in September normally. And then by October, I'm like, ugh. I have done so much HHN, <laughs> but that didn't happen this year because I was out of town for opening weekend. That's when I was in Hawaii and it like monsooned opening night I saw. So I, I felt better about missing out. But <laughs> anyway, I I'm so glad that it's like respectable or um, socially acceptable is a better phrase to be yelling out happy Halloween to everyone. And if you aren't watching on YouTube, uh, you aren't seeing me lift up my uh, happy Halloween t-shirt that I got from Magic Kingdom that has a cute pink and turquoise and yellow pumpkin on it. I love, 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 love. But I actually went to Howl O Scream this past weekend uh, at SeaWorld. And that was my, honestly, my first time at SeaWorld ever going. And then I went to Sir Henry's Haunted Trail the weekend before and that was super fun. I've been loving doing all the spooky things. And it's kind of crazy that doing events like those, those ones are scarier than horror nights at Universal. Because like, I feel like those, those events, it's just all bets are off. Like they can follow you around. They get like in your face. And it's live actors in the houses. Like when, what I mean by that is there's no music and sound effects it's all just coming from the actor so they're literally screaming in your face whereas at universal they're not actually doing that it's just soundtracks and sound effects already like on a loop and with music added and like lighting and all that but these places don't necessarily have all of that which is wild and almost makes it scarier <laughs> so then going back to hhn it was like oh, okay i i it's this is better I, I i'm okay going through these houses it's fine um, but I love things all Halloween. I'm so happy that everyone else is, is bringing out the pumpkin patches. And again, it's socially acceptable that everyone is in the fall mindset now. So exciting stuff with it being October. I literally, I can't believe that I still, I went to write the date and I, I did the whole nine situation. So we're switching to 10 now. We are in the month 10. I... I do have a friend visiting me next weekend and I'm so excited to see her. Literally known her since middle school. Middle school. We have three matching tattoos and she's never been I I'm pretty sure she's never been to Disney World before. So that'll be so fun to have her here and take her to the parks and just have a good time. I've got my California trip. I go back to California this month. And well, I mean, I went last month against my will stopping at LAX, but <laughs> this month I'm going for real and I'm so excited. So many fun things happening, but I feel like I'm, I'm still recovering from my trip in September. <laughs> I can't do this anymore. I'm not 21. I can't just like hop on a flight from Shanghai back to Orlando and then go to work the next day, which is a thing that I actually did in 2019. I like went back to work the day I, I flew back from China. So that was, I had energizer bunny energy. Like, I don't know how I did anything, but I did everything. And now I can't do anything. <laughs> Getting old is fun. Uh, <laughs> which like, I'm not even... I'm not even old. Like, let's be real. 30s are the new 20s. Like, you're only as, <laughs> what's that saying? You're only as old as you feel, except I feel 95. So I don't know how to even gauge that. 
<laughs> anyway, uh, okay, my final high. Got me kicking my feet. If you've been anywhere on the internet or if you're chronically online like myself and or know anything about this woman named Taylor Swift, don't know if you've heard of her, don't know if you heard about this like ball sports guy, he wears red. Oh my gosh, I have been dying over all of the Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey content everything i it has filled my for you page on tiktok and i could not be happier about it i just love 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 i am living for her cheering at the game with his mom i his podcast new heights i didn't know he had a podcast with his brother and obviously like i knew about the brothers in the super bowl um last year or was that this year <laughs> sports uh when they were in the super bowl i knew it was the brothers and I knew Mama Kelsey was just a star. And I remember seeing footage of her hugging the boys and like congratulating one and like consoling the other one. Um, but I had no idea that had a podcast. Isn't that crazy that Taylor Swift put Travis Kelsey on the map? Like wild. I'm going to pause and let anyone get upset that needs to get upset. <laughs> no, I just, I'm also dying over when, like the prank that's going around online where people are saying that, which is honestly not wrong. Like, let's be real. Internationally, no one cares about American football other than Americans. Like, be so for real. No one cares. Like, there's a very small population of people outside of the U.S. that care about American football. And like, who, who the the Chiefs tight end would be you know what I mean and like not to say that he's unsuccessful he's very successful he's great woohoo sports ball but you can walk down the street and ask anyone if they know who Taylor Swift is and they'll say yes like be so for real okay anyway um I am loving it go Chiefs sports ball I have a friend who lives in Kansas City and well, she lives kind of outside of uh, Kansas City, but on like the Kansas side. And she was at the uh, Kansas City night one for the Speak Now release. And then she gets this. Why is Kansas getting everything? Why? Why? I mean, technically Casey, but like it's in, you know, both the Kansas and the Missouri, blah, 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 blah. blah. Anyway, Kansas for short. How about that? Um, they, they have been, they're being fed. They are being fed by Taylor Swift, and I'm very jealous. And the the impact it's had on the internet is amazing. And on the actual NFL themselves, the NFL, the actual verified NFL accounts changed all of their social media bios as well as their Twitter or X or whatever. Uh Oh, the word just fell out of my head. The banners to Taylor Swift are like, Taylor Swift was here. She's here. She's back. Don't worry. I've seen videos of the announcers panning uh, or when they show Taylor Swift or not even when they show Taylor Swift, just talking. All they have to say is she's here. And we know. And we know. I love. I love, love, love. Anyone who's mad about it, like, check yourself. Check yourself. Anyway, that was just like my giddy, like, 
happy little high because I it is such a high <laughs> following all the information coming out about them. And uh, his name is uh, Killa Trav on Instagram, right? And um, I love seeing the side by sides of him with his mustache, and then bringing up Lightning McQueen with the mustache. Kachow. Okay. Anyway. All right. I'm done. I'm done. Okay. Now to the star of the episode, my low, my low, 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 my knee injury. If you can't tell, I'm very upset by this. Um, so knee injury update. I talked about it, uh, I think a little bit in last episode. My little mini recap here is my knee started popping when I was in Oregon as a part of my September travel extravaganza. And I thought nothing of it. My body cracks all the time. I'm an ex-dancer. I'm very crackly. Like I just walk. I snap, crackle, pop. Like that is very normal. So I thought nothing of my knee popping because hello, I pop everywhere. Like it just happens. And I never caused an issue for me before. And as I moved forward, continuing like my normal routine of going through and like running and whatnot, pain started so as soon as I was back in Florida I did I think a couple runs where like it it wasn't really a thing it kind of was like making itself known to me my knee was a little bit like hey hey (laughs) hey but I like didn't really think anything of it so yeah um but when the pain started it was that's when it was like okay well I should go get seen and it took it took weeks to even get seen by Dr. America, am I right? But um, I have not run, as of as I'm recording this episode, I have not run in two full weeks. So that is making me really, really sad and defeated and just scared for what the next few months bring. And we are so close to January, and that's also why I'm double freaking out that the fact that it's already October because now I have even less time to rehab this and get back to training if I have any hope of like going in as strong as I was wanting to and like leading up to this point so yeah so haven't run in two weeks um it's taken that amount of time to just get seen by the doctors and get answers so I am depression (laughs) mental health is like it's plummeting she is downward but I know it's better to like take the rest now and not push it and not injure myself further because I don't want to jeopardize not being able to participate because that would send me I would literally lose it so I am just I'm grateful that it is still on the it's still on the table for me and we're not we're not throwing in the towel yet I I felt like I it felt like I was throwing in the towel after my first um, appointment with my orthopedic doctor because that just didn't go well for me. But now I had, um, I saw him again and so I'm feeling more confident. So basically, I I saw the ortho doctor. I had an x-ray done of my knee and then he had ordered an MRI after I saw him for the first time. MRI came back and I have no meniscus tear and I don't need any surgery. So those are very good things. Those are, that is good news. I'm trying to accept it as good news, which it is. 
And I have a little like note here because this is a lot of a lot of medical jargon that like I want to share because it's like interesting to learn. And like I had no idea I'd never heard of any of this before. So I, I am going to share a little blurb. So it will it will sound like I'm reading off of a page because, well, I am. So <laughs> uh, before I do that, though, he he basically told me after the first appointment, you have runner's knee, which is um, it's like patella oh gosh what I didn't have that one written down hold on hold on hold on here we go okay I had patellofemoral syndrome <laughs> which is basically runner's knee and it's super common and it's basically just an overuse injury and from what I read online about it it's I mean very common within runners but it's usually caused when you ramp up too quickly in my head. Like I was thinking when you, you know, start running too many miles too soon, that can impact your body in negative ways, clearly. And I was so confused because I had ramped up so slowly this time around and I felt so amazing in training because I started working with my running coach in March and she really got me to a great place. I was incorporating consistent strength training. I had issues with a, a little bit of shin splints last year when I was training for the, my first Dobie Challenge for this past January. And I have not had anything of the sorts, like no aches and pains anywhere. And then, of course, this like knee issue feels like it comes out of nowhere. So I was just... I was definitely defeated because, of course, the doctor's going to be like, well, if running causes you pain, don't run. Oh, wow. I'm so glad I paid to be here for you to tell me that. Like, don't run. Okay. Okay. I won't run. So I, I was really upset after that first meeting, and that was before I got the MRI. And so in my mind, all I'm being told is don't run. Okay, well, what does that mean for training? Um, it means you can't train. So really, really defeating. I went and got the MRI done. Holy crap. I I mean, I go through this every time with uh, the healthcare system. And it's nothing against, like, individuals. It's literally about the system and America. And while I'm very grateful to have relatively good health insurance – it's still so frustrating to have to advocate for yourself and have to drive halfway across like the greater state to go get seen by these doctors and have someone who has availability and it's just really a frustrating process and not to mention you have to pay for every little thing along the way you have to take time off from work you have to literally take hours away from your day and on the road and it is so draining so I literally, I had to take the day off from work. I had to go see this doctor and then he ordered the MRI. I had to drive uh, like to Northern Orlando to go get it because that was the only place I could get me in. And it's just been, it's been a whirlwind. So all that to say, uh, I am frustrated and exhausted and I had a really down weekend because of it because it's just like my knee hurts, I can't run and I'm freaking sad so yeah okay I'm gonna read you my my little blurb about my MRI according to the MRI I have mild localized superolateral Hoffa's fat pad edema with patellar maltracking eh you got it you thought that too you got to that conclusion by yourself 
I'm sure you reached that conclusion in your head first thing, right? Like you were totally like, oh, I bet it's mild localized superolateral Hoffa's fat patedema with patellar maltracking. I'm sure that's exactly where you went, right? <laughs> I was like, what in the hell is that? What in the Grey's Anatomy? Okay, so, um, and then I had my follow-up appointment with, with the orthopedic doctor and I went in like much more prepared for not only like, with my questions that I need to have, but like with how to present myself with a doctor, because in my experience, it is so hard to get what you need out of them. It's like half the time, it's just, you feel so rushed in and out of these appointments. They're like, and this is this, and this is this, and this, and this, you have X, Y, Z, A, B, C. Which one do you want? Okay, great. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, bye. Okay, check out. And I'm like, holy crap, like, I don't even like what even happened. I don't know what happened. So it's I just I went in better prepared mentally for this appointment and I had like written down all of my questions and I like made sure to speak up for myself and made sure to explain my thought process and ask him the questions that might be redundant for him. But like I'm paying him for this. So he better give me the answer that I like the information that I'm asking for. So it's uh, yeah, it, again, uh, it was very frustrated going in. Um, but anyways, the explanation of what that actually means is uh, the, the doctor explained that it means because of my left kneecap tracking outwardly, it's causing inflammation in my fat pad, <laughs> which is causing the clicking and the pain. So I, I have like a little summary of kind of what he told me, but um, I had to like literally take notes and like ask him to repeat things and that's what y- you should do which I mean you technically like maybe shouldn't have to but like if you need to do it like be your own biggest advocate and this is something I try and push for myself and also spread the word to other people like don't be afraid to advocate for yourself it sucks that you have to advocate so freaking hard for yourself sometimes but if it's gonna get you better care like you need to do it you gotta step up and do it so I was really brave today guys I I was I was really brave I was really brave so I just need everyone to know how brave I was (laughs) and like I even told him like okay I'm gonna ask you a silly question walk with me because like I you just get the feeling that the doctors just want you in and out of there and like I get it (laughs) There's people with worse problems than me. They're they're just doing their job and they want to get as many patients seen. But it's hard when you're the one on the table. When when you feel like you can't be heard. Ugh, this is making me emotional. And I did not want to be emotional. Like I thankfully didn't get emotional in the appointment, but it's it's so frustrating when you feel like you cannot be heard. And like you just get dismissed and you leave not getting all the answers that you wanted and you're left to doing things on your own but it's like I I went to a professional for a professional's opinion and assistance and (laughs) not feeling like I'm getting it so I don't that's why I speak so passionately about it because I've just been through so many of these doctor appointments where I feel so dismissed and it's so unfortunate but anyway um I have information inflammation in my fat pad (laughs) which is such a silly name I don't know who Hoffa is, but why why did you have to name it Hoffa's Fat Pad? <laughs> For what? For what? Okay. Um anyway, it's like 
it's the little pad that goes right behind your kneecap and he thankfully was like able to kind of point it out on the x-ray so that I could understand a little bit better because I was like huh who holiday who be what but um in my x-ray he showed me how my left kneecap especially isn't as straight and it isn't as perfect like as it needs to be and it like tilts outward a little bit so that's like it's tracking outwardly and it's being pushed outwardly which is causing the inflammation in the little fat pad behind it which is causing the clicking and the pain for me and I like asked him if this could all be the combination of weak muscles surrounding the knee which I mean generally again I've said this before with even other ailments that like what you're experiencing as a symptom might not actually be the root cause of your pain. So could this be the combination of weak muscles surrounding my knee plus overuse, quote, <laughs> plus over supinating in my current running shoes? So I don't pronate. I, I think I supinate a little bit, which is like pushing outwards rather than inwards. And because I have the highest arches of all time, I tried to combat that with my Hoka Gaviota 4s which is a very st- like high stability shoe and added in my custom um like orthotic insoles that were custom fitted to my feet it was potentially doing too much um so I asked him if it's you know a combination of that and he agreed and then he also added in genetics like just it just happens for some people, I guess, my genetics said, you're going to have a bad fat pad. <laughs> I just can't get over that. Like, <laughs> oh, what, what's wrong with your knee? Oh, it's my fat pad. Don't worry. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> so basically, moving forward, I was like, okay, well, what's the treatment? Where are we? Where do we go from here? The goal is to bring the inflammation down. Like, all right, you got it, dude. And generally for like normal people, you would want to take Advil and like anti-inflammatories and like things like Aleve and, you know, the the go-tos for pain management. But for me, with my medical history and my like GI tract issues and as well as my like stomach, liver, kidneys, (laughs) blood clots, with my history I try not to take Advil um but if I'm like thrashing in pain and like blacking out on the ground I'll take the Advil which you know sometimes happens during my time of the month um how I love being a woman did I say that oh okay well now I've said it um so I I told him I was like Advil isn't a really great choice for me because in order to keep the inflammation down as much as I would need it you'd have to take Advil pretty consistently and that would upset my body and I don't want that so he also offered doing a cortisone shot and I don't want to do that cortisone shots are I mean I don't quote me on this but they're, they're not things that you want necessarily they're very short-term solutions they're temporary they are not long term you can't get them like super often I think 
when I was having hip problems, I went through this and one of the options was to get a cortisone shot, but you can only get them like twice in like your life in certain areas and it, like injecting yourself with cortisone is like it, it, it can give you side effects too and like you don't know how that's going to play out in your body as you age, especially if you're on the younger side and so that's just not something I wanted to do and then so he was like, okay, well, we'll give you a little pack of prednisone which is a steroid and have that bring the inflammation down so I was like all right fine I'll do the prednisone so I got that we'll be starting that um I'll be starting that tomorrow with breakfast because it has very very specific instructions and I and you start off with like six pills and then you like work your way down so I'll be doing that for like a week basically and he said to strengthen my vastus medialis obliquus aka VMO muscle which is like the inner teardrop muscle in your quadricep so it's like that muscle that's like right above your knee on like your inner thigh and to really strengthen that so I need to focus focus on that that VMO muscle and basically on both legs so that this doesn't happen on my right leg. Um, but he, uh, he, the doctor gave me a PT referral. So now I'm like waiting to schedule that. And I feel like I have more information and can like at least go in the right direction now that I understand like what's happening with my knee. Uh, he, he looked, I brought in my shoes and I like showed him my, the shoes I ran the marathon in last time and like the inserts that, that are in there. And then my new shoes that like aren't stability focused. And he said, I'd like to maybe give it a try, uh, the inserts in those shoes because they aren't stability. So like it, it wouldn't be giving the same issue, hopefully to like even supinate me more. So to try that and then he also suggested the Voltaren like cream it's like a topical anti-inflammatory cream so that'll be I, I ordered some of that um and I mean I'm sure I could try things like biofreeze too um which I I haven't really been using and yeah but he also did provide me a knee brace and of course, my insurance didn't want to cover that, so paid $147 for my knee brace. I wish I was joking. I wish I was joking, but um, I honestly might try and call my insurance and like be like, "What? What the heck? Why? Why you no pay? Like, come on!" And it's it's like a it's a true pull light, whatever that means. So it it artificially like pushes my kneecap where it's supposed to be like inward and it has like a little like um I don't know, like a plastic piece kind of and then you like tug it as tight as it goes around your knee and pushes your kneecap back into alignment and it just it's, it's as comfortable as it sounds <laughs> so uh he also said I compare this with KT tape and I also he said that because I asked like I I asked most of these questions to be like well what about this what about this what about this what do you think about this because it's they don't in my experience the doctors I've seen usually don't voluntarily list out all of your options because I get it like 
there's a there's endless amount of options there's endless amount of advice out there and it depends on like in their practice what what they find you know works best and whatnot but don't be afraid to ask don't be afraid to ask um so I asked about KT tape like is that overkill if I tape it and wear the brace and he was like no like go like we need to get you your pain under control we need to get you back to training if you're gonna still make January happen and I was like well, we're making January happen. Like, January is happening. So, <laughs> I will be trying out the KT tape. I'm, like, getting acclimated to the brace. It's such, like, a interesting thing. But I also asked about, like, a heat-to-eye situation, like, what he recommends. Um, because I saw a massage therapist that recommended doing heat and then switching to ice for like less than half the amount of time and making sure to always end with ice if I like rotate between heat and ice. And he stated like he's pretty old school with that, that he he wouldn't, he would recommend heat before your activity to like promote the blood flow and then ice after the activity, but no more than 15 to 20 minutes because after 20 minutes it starts to work against you basically. So we don't want that. So basically, the next things I, I need to do moving forward, I've got to schedule my PT appointments so that I can make sure I get some good exercises. I've actually been noting down a, a ton of really good like glute strengthening, quadricep um, like stretches and strengthening and like hip flexor strength in the meantime. And I, I didn't really know specifically what I needed for like knee strength other than the information of runner's knee, which is so general and also, it's it's very common, so, like, there's a lot of exercises out there, but I wanted to make sure that, like, I'm doing specifically what my body needs, so it was kind of hard to get started with, you know, any strength things, but definitely want to get that info from the PT. I'm going to wear the brace. He said to wear it when I'm running, like, when I actually, like, start running again and when I once I can ease back into it, once the inflammation comes down a little bit, um, and to kind of go from there and I mean especially wear it when I'm running but also like when I'm walking and all that and then focus on the VMO and stretching my IT band so the usual runner things (laughs) all I can say is I'm about to have strong VMOs that's the goal that is the goal between now and January my VMOs better watch out (laughs) So that's the update on my knee. I I still I'm in better spirits now. I feel good moving forward knowing that like I can I believe I can push through this and I know what I need to work on now like specifically and I know what's going on. My fat pad is unhappy. So we've got to make the fat pad happy, okay? We ain't, we ain't stopping till the fat lady sings or whatever that, <laughs> until the fat pad is happy. What about that? Gosh, everyone, anyone who listens to this is like, oh my God, this girl is crazy. She's crazy. You crazy girl. Okay. Um, that, yeah. So that's my knee update. I wanted to aggressively share this update because, Again, it was frustrating to get to this point. It took me probably a month from when I started noticing my pain to, like, get to this point, which is frustrating in itself. But, like, I'm happy that I 
that we got here. So we're here now. It's okay. I'm going to live. It's fine. But we've got, we've got some work ahead of us. So rehab begins now. And I just got to gotta ease back into it and not get too too worried about falling behind and wanting to like rush back into it which I know would only set me back so it's okay it's okay I'm working with my coach and like keeping her updated on everything and oh one thing too was I thought that like aqua jogging might help while I can't like actually run especially like last week when I was resting and like doing literally nothing um like not even strength upper body which I finally did I I like felt good enough to be like okay let me like work upper body and work on things that don't require my knee bending and won't cause me pain because I can definitely still strengthen those things and so I mean that's where I'm at now too is to like work on control what I can control what we can control and uh I mentioned aqua jogging and I tried it for the first time this past weekend I did like 20 minutes just to like feel it out but I I you do have to bend your knee still like I don't know that you can really do it effectively without doing the motion of bending your knee it's like well I also have the peloton that I can strength train on and get some uh cardio in but it's it's bending the knee even more than it would be for running and so with my issue with my fat pad uh it, it doesn't like bending it says no bending. So anything that requires bending, aka walking, swimming, cycling, running, sitting, like it says no. So that is also what made me really unhappy because it's not like I could be out walking still to still get the same benefits of like running those miles. So yeah, I did, I did kind of take note into like when it is starting to feel better and I, I I did a little bit of um like strength exercises last week to kind of see if that would help my knee feel a little bit better before I like knew the full story and it it did I don't know if it was a placebo effect but I think working on all the strengthening areas that connect to your knees which is everywhere um it will, will only be good for me so that's that's the update on my knee. We are we are moving forward. Keep keep moving forward. That is going to be the mantra for dumpy. <laughs> it's going to be the mantra. We're going to keep moving forward, okay? Okay. On to other things. I booked my resort for Topi weekend. I'm really excited. My mom is going to stay with me again and it's it's going to be a good time. I'm going to I am determined to have a good dopey weekend like it is happening it is it's in the cards for me I will have a great weekend I will have a great marathon like it is happening so that's that I got my new vest because I decided I am gonna wear a hydration vest for the marathon race itself and I wanted to get like a cute color and like thinking about my outfit and what shoes I'm gonna wear that's like the other fun part of races is planning what you're gonna wear so I mean pictures are forever so anyway I I'm gonna like decorate a little bit I think and I want to put like cute things on it so I'm I'm trying to like distract myself with outfit planning and like fun things like that uh Disneyland just released their race start and end points and 
I think it was, let's see. I mean, all they said was the start, start locations, rather. Or for the 5K, they say start Disneyland Park, but then they didn't put a finish. Disneyland 10K, you start and finish Disney Way. And the half marathon, you start and finish Disney Way. And then they have a little map with a star. It's like off to the right of Harbor, like away from the parks. So, okay. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Exciting stuff. I I don't know what I'm going to wear for Disneyland at all. I have like a couple things thought about for Dopey Weekend. I love the idea of people doing kind of like coordinated coast-to-coast costumes. That sounds fun. Um, I just, I don't know. I, I really always like to have a theme to base everything off of, but since they're just based off of like the Fab Five essentially, I don't really know what to do with that. <laughs> like give me a theme. But I I don't know. We're still brainstorming, but this is what I think about because I, I like to plan far in advance to take the mental load off of future me, if that makes sense. Like I like to do things when I have time to actually think about them and plan it out as opposed to um, leading up to it. It'll just stress me out that there's like one more thing I have to do. So it's either way far in advance or like, Five minutes before. That's Those are the only two options I have. <laughs> That's it. Those are the options for me when it comes to anything. So, by the way, when are we getting Coast to Coast medals? When? When? Like, we want to see what it looks like. Please. Please provide. Cannot wait. Speaking of this week, I mean, I wasn't, but now we are. So, I cannot wait to, sh- to stock the Chicago Marathon content this weekend. I'm so excited. I I love following all of the running content on on the interwebs and I did follow all of the Boston Marathon qualifying cutoff videos which were super disappointing to a lot of people because if you don't follow anything Boston Marathon related the buffer that you needed to be accepted and to like participate in the race was much higher than people anticipated. So, for example, um, I think for women certain age range, it's like, um, what is it? It's like 18 to 25, or I don't remember the exact age range. The cutoff is three hours and 30 minutes. That You need a sub 330 to qualify, but in order to be accepted into one of the 30,000 participants of the Boston Marathon, of the qualifying uh, or participants by qualifying time, you had to have a certain buffer. And this year it was like five and a half minutes or something crazy. Um, I, I don't have the exact numbers in front of me, but that sucks. Cause it's like you do all this work and effort and you go to the race and you end up getting a BQ like Boston qualifying time. And then you don't get accepted into the race because your buffer wasn't like wide enough like you didn't have like the 322 that you needed to get in even though your qualifying time only had to be under 330 so oh that was really hard to see people because I I there were a few people that I followed that were training so hard to be cute and then they did and then to not get into Boston Marathon like oh rough and then another girl I follow she was training for the New York Marathon and she got a stress fracture and she can't run. Oh, I can't even talk about it. It's going to make me upset. It's going to make me sad. And I just like totally felt for her. 
But anyway, I, I'm super excited to watch the Chicago Marathon stuff this weekend. So that'll be fun. But yeah, I just wanted to like give a little update, give a little get a little info, give you way too much information about my medical history and <laughs> and just overshare because who doesn't love that? So that brings me to my final segment, by the numbers. We've got countdowns for the upcoming run Disney races that I'm currently registered for. We've got Dopey that is three months and one day away. I have three months to get my knee into tip-top shape. I can do it. I can do it. I have hope. I haven't lost all hope yet. So we we aren't at the panic point. We are we are keep moving forward. That's where we are. Dumbo, which is following Dopey, three months and nine days away. We've got Princess Weekend, four months and twenty days away. I don't really have a pace update. My total mileage zero. Okay, I gotta stop or I'm, I'm gonna cry, but it's okay. It's okay. I'm sure next episode I'll update you on how my rehabbing is going, how PT goes, how strengthening is going, when I can finally run again, and hopefully have some more, more good news. So thank you so much for tuning in and listening to me babble on about my life. And I hope if you're training for Dopey that you are training. Please be training. Please be training. <laughs> And I hope it's going well for you. I know it gets really tough and gritty at this time. You're in the double digits, I'm sure, if you're following the Galloway plan, for example. And it's getting tough. So stick to it. It will be worth it. Your training will pay off. And Dopey will be the victory lap. We can do it. We can do it. So thanks so much for listening. And get moving.